You are listening to Mark Hatmaker Rough and Tumble Raconteur. This is a grab bag of old school Western martial arts, resurrected indigenous ways and empirical musings tinged with a heavy dose of respect, admiration, let's call it hero worship, for these hosses of yore. Hey crew, this is Mark Hadmaker coming to you from the Comancheria. Today let's talk about uh, weight cutting, reducing. We're going to talk about the unleaded warrior diet. This is part one of a, uh, a four-part series. And uh, whether they come out sequentially, yeah, I don't know. Well, when we're talking about the warrior diet, it is a four-tiered bit of reducing. Like I said, weight cutting or leaning simplicity. It's based on old school principles backed by new school, but often... Ignored science. You know, odd times when we are indulging in combat sports, there's uh, some dangerous weight cutting that goes on the end because people are trying to cut too quickly. So we see the same phenomenon in everyday life when people talk about, oh, uh, swimsuit season's coming up. I want to drop some uh, weight down. I'm going to a high school reunion. I'm going to a wedding. People want to cut. They want to cut fast. They want to say, hey, here's the habits of the past year. Let's see if I can correct this in 14 days. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's tough and it ain't healthy. Anyway, uh, the plan I'm discussing on the Unleaded Warrior Diet, this follows uh, how it works. It's only a four-step diet because it's easy. And it follows a do step one for 14 days. If that scale needle budges downward, which is a positive direction, the one you're wanting to go to, unless you're presuming you're wanting to gain weight. If you're wanting to gain weight, don't listen to this information or just kind of uh, ignore the steps and the, the, the needle will keep going up. But if you're wanting to reduce, follow the plan. Do step one for 14 days. If the scale needle budges downward, stick here. Go no further. You don't even need the additional steps. Chances are that's all you need to hack, what's going on in your particular metabolism, your physiology, your lifestyle. You're likely good to go. If the needle doesn't budge, you will go on to step two and then run the guidelines from step one and two in tandem for 14 days. If the needle budges in a desired manner, well, then you stick here. And you don't need to go on. If it doesn't budge the way you want, you go on to step three. If the budge does not occur, well, you know what to do. You can do all four steps in tandem. Now, if you feel like you're just a hard charger and you're wanting to move a little bit more quickly, sure, you could uh, combine as many steps as you want. But I really find out the best way to go because often our attentions were hard chargers for the first two or three days is something then the resolve falls away. It's usually easier to keep our attention or our focus on you know one single thing at a time. But if you did all four steps at once and you really are the disciplined sort of cat, then yeah, you're going to have much faster progress. But I do think you will find that just doing one step at a time is probably the way of wisdom. And uh, running it in 14-day increments really will work out well. Again, four steps. That's it. Likely, most of you will never need more than the first two, particularly if you're using uh, the unloaded program in warrior walking to build leaner and meaner muscle mass, all the while avoiding catabolism. we got to stay out of that. If you're wanting to uh, you know, reduce and also maintain the lean gains you've got, you can't allow yourself to become, get to a catabolic state. That is anathema for what you're trying to work on. You're working at cross-purposes. So, uh, now, steps one and two, I'm going to present these gratis in the, the Indigenous Ability blog and also in the podcast, uh, uh, but the Warrior Diet, Unleaded Warrior Diet with all four steps and more support, including a little section called uh, Chow Down Guilt-Free on These Foods, will be presented in an e-booklet form as a freebie to my Black Box Brotherhood. Again, I'm going to link uh, to this particular uh, blog entry for the on the podcast because we're, at the end, we're going to have, an, uh, I think it's 29-item chart of uh, things to kind of give you comparisons about what what you might want to skip or might want to add, and you let you kind of go through that itself. And I'm not going to just list those out because that'd be boring to have me drone on and read a chart to you. But again, we'll, we'll link to that so you can go to it or you can just go to the Indigenous uh, Ability blog. 
Anyway, by the way, that chow down dictate we're talking about, that's very important. Uh, the warrior diet, keep in mind a diet is actually just what you eat. Diet doesn't necessarily mean reducing. Diet can make you gain weight because we really, that's most of us. We're going to go, I'm bigger than I want to be. Well, your particular diet is, uh, is a, it's a weight increasing diet. I mean, diet is just what you consume. Uh, but within the Unlimited Warrior Diet, we're talking about reducing and maintaining uh, uh, a smaller uh, body weight walking around at a, in a healthier state. And uh, the science just backs it up all the time. Smaller is better. Leaner is meaner. And also, we need to have child. Now, we, don't, we need to have a feeling satiety. So something is uh, sustainable for 24-7, 365. Because uh, we got to kill that feeling of denial and keep the belly happy. That's where most of these things can go wrong. Because you feel like you're denying. Uh, you're, you're, you don't have any satiety to it. And you feel like you're missing out on things in life. And hell, that's no way to be. You're supposed to be here to be happy. But fortunately, you old school guys had already hacked this. New school science shows how you can back this up and do this. All we're trying to do is kind of coordinate that and synthesize that material so you can get access to it and, and play it without going through, uh, if a diet is only something, you know, I do this for a month and then I allow myself cheat days and all this, you go, there should be no such thing as a cheat day. You don't need it. I don't mean it in the sense that you're in constant state of denial. It's just that where you're working hand in glove in tandem with a proper conditioning program, uh, along with the uh, activities you enjoy with yourself or your family, and then uh, having some fine foods that just kind of uh, direct you in a little bit better direction. You know, the cheat is every day. You're just, you're living right. You're living clean. You're having a fine time. Because if a diet can't be sustained for a long haul, then it's not a diet. It's yet another wobble in the seesaw of vacillating resolve. So I say stay off that seesaw. Be happy. I mean, I eat a dessert every night, and I eat like I'm a competition at all my meals. I mean, if you have a look at my missus, uh, Kylie's uh, cooking uh, videos, her post. I eat this way every day, and there are never leftovers, and that is that is a fact. You ask any of the friends that go out with us out to eat, they always go, where are you putting this food? I'm eating it. I don't know, I don't know what you guys are doing. Anyway, let's on to step one. Of, uh, again, this is only the first step we're talking about here. Step one, don't drink your calories. Reason number one for why we don't want to drink our calories is satiety and lack of solid portion control. For many of us uh, with a feeling of, I'm just a few pounds from, from uh, where I want to be, then if I can drop those, I'll be happy. Well, in that case, step one is all you're going to need. Confining all your calories to that which you must chew can go a surprisingly long way towards building a calorie deficit that does not feel like a calorie deficit. So satiety studies demonstrate that consuming, let's say, a drink with, oh, 220 20 calories before a meal, and that's just one glass, eight ounce glass of whole milk before a meal, that does not contribute to a feeling of fullness, just having that glass of milk. Uh, there's no reduction in the amount of food that you would put on your uh, plate. So if you've drank that milk, you're going to still load up the plate just as much as you would before. Whereas if you had something else that you had to chew that had that same 220 calories in it, you there, the studies showed that people demonstrate that people will indeed reduce the amount they throw on that plate. So just the mere act of choosing to chew can change how you confront these things. And keep in mind, milk, a lot of people are having milk with a meal or something like that. You're thinking about you're eating the equivalent of a payday candy bar. And me, I love payday candy bars. I would rather just eat the candy bar uh, before the meal or after the meal or whatever and just, you know, skip the milk. So whereas if we consume those uh, 220 calories via anything that has to be chewed, the Satiety Jones is a bit into and portion size post that uh, having those calories uh, with the chewable, that just diminishes. So we're better off going with whatever you got to chew. I mean, you chew, you're going to be have the satiety. Do that. Don't drink it. Now, this is not just simply an anti-sugary drink dictate. That's why I used the, the milk as an example. Um, 
we do know that you know, you know sugary sodas, fruit juices. I know when you have people, fruit juice has such a great remedy. Well, it's all natural, but it's also it's like having it's just drinking sugar, man. Uh, fruit's great, but whenever you get it all concentrated and in, into the juice, then and then quickly assimilable, it's just uh, it's it's astonishing. You're better off just having the candy bar if that's what you want. Um, and again, so the anti-drinking thing is, again, not just anti-sugary drinks, drinkable calories in any form from protein shakes to a cold glass of whole milk. Uh, these all add up. Drinkable calories do not contribute to satiety and they simply add access to the day's rations. So step one says, if it's calorie, chew it. Now, reason number two why we want to stay with uh, don't drink your calories is uh, give you a quote. This is extracted from a paper called Are Liquid Sugars Different from Solid Sugar and Their Ability to Cause Metabolic Syndrome? There's a whole list of uh, uh, the authors of this particular paper. Again, whenever I link uh, to this particular uh, blog article, you can go over there and take a look and you'll follow up and read on your own. Here's the quote from it. Uh, Epidemiological studies support liquid added sugars such as soft drinks as carrying greater risk for development of metabolic syndrome compared with solid sugar, unquote. So in other words, study after study shows that uh, drinking your calories is worse for you than if you had eaten it. So you could drink a solid sugar concoction or you could eat the sugar. It's actually healthier to eat the sugar. It's better for you to eat it. I'm not saying you shouldn't be doing that, but I'm saying between the two, the choice is drinking the sugar water or just chewing on a spoonful of sugar. Chewing it's better for you. Now, I could have selected sentences uh, from copious double-blind peer review studies like that, and they all ballpark on the same theme. Drinking sugar, sucrose, fructose, etc., in all those forms, and again, fu- uh, uh, lactose, so we're talking milk is in there, we're talking uh, fruit juices in there, is likely worse than consuming them in chewable form. Again, this does not necessarily hold simply for sugars. Keep in mind, weight gain drinks, even if they're sugar-free, are used, well, what? To gain weight. The reason they do that, uh, I mean, anytime someone wants to uh, throw on weight for film from De Niro on up, you, you have milkshakes. Uh, you're just going something drinkable, easily assimilable calories. Bypassing chewing, even if it be to add protein to the system, is a far easier way to gain weight than by chewing the same calories. That's why we see NFL linemen, we see people who want to be powerlifters, we see people who want to be bodybuilders and gain. That's what the protein shakes are for. It's really less about what the protein's doing, the fact that you're getting extra calories in there that you couldn't sustain if you were chewing because the satiety you would get by chewing those same calories means you're not going to want to eat as much that shake let you pass it so the same thing in everyday life if you wanted to reduce you got to get rid of uh, drinking these things down now at this point in the blog article we'd offer that short list of drinkable calories and i'm only going to mention a few in here and you can run over there and take the list whenever you take the uh, uh the show notes if you want to take a look it'll give you the 29 things the way it, it runs down it gives you uh what the item is for example standard soda gives you the serving size we'll say 12 ounces and let you know the calories in those sodas run anywhere from 124 to 189 uh you know a glass of whole milk i've already said that's 220 calories uh so keep in mind uh we want to use this as a comparison chart for what you're willing uh, willing to pay for and what you're willing to do without i mean consider the average candy bar again clocks in at 220 calories and now with that in mind if I just drop a few sodas per day and, and change that to me having a, a payday or a Butterfinger or a Snickers or some other yummy each day, having one of these each day gets me through as a lumberjack snack. And it uh, costs far less than having a couple of sodas, let alone more than two. So if you're having more, you, you think about it, if you have some orange juice in the morning, maybe you have a few sodas or you got your, your coffee with uh, some, a bunch of sweeteners in it. And then oh, I'm going to have a glass of milk here and there. Keep in mind, this all adds up and people go, how do I get away with having my cake and eating it too uh, each and 
every night. Well, in step one, well, I do all these other steps as well, but it allows me, I've accessed out so many of these other things. I can have that buttermilk pie. So you got to do your own cost of benefit math with all the potential additions drinkable calories can add to a single day. Now, keep in mind, step one does not say deprive. It says toss the drinkables, go with the edible fun, and satiety will put you into uh, the benefit zone. So that's the basis behind how that works. And keep in mind, all this works for everything. Hell, sports drinks, got 94 calories, energy drinks, 105, 112, uh, beer, 155. I mean, it just, on and on, There's they're all over the place. Again, but I do repeat, step one does not say you're deprived. It says toss the drinkables and go with edible fun and satiety will put you in the benefit zone. If after 14 days of scrupulous drinkable monitoring, you like what you see in the scale, well, stop right there. You're done. Do this forever. You are good to go. If the needle didn't move in the direction you want well then you move on to step two and then a step two we'll present that down the road but keep in mind through steps three and four well that's for the black box brotherhood uh, again i'll give you the link to the show notes or you can go over to extremeselfprotection.com have a look at all of our uh, combat and conditioning programs the unleaded program other than that though take care of yourself crew Well, if you dig what we just discussed today, uh, I'd like to invite you to like and subscribe to the podcast. Hell, support it if you want. I'm not your dad. Do what you want. And if you're a glutton for punishment, uh, just visit our website, extremeselfprotection.com. You'll find links to the blog, all of our products, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of more pages of like musics. Mm-hmm.